It's Davi the Scapegoat, the podcast for outcasts. For this episode, I decided I've been inside too damn long. It's time to venture out to the works and visit my buddy down at iHeart Studios, host of Moot, Kimmy, and Otis on 94.9 The Bull, Brian Moot. Davi hanging out at the iHeart Studios. Myself, Brian Moot, we are just hanging out. Uh, I found this story. And this is why, this is this is my nightmare. This is why I hate bits on the radio that are like, second date update, we're gonna bust a cheater. Um, all this stuff, because we're way too, way too findable. Like you and I are sitting in a studio with windows yeah. you could walk up to yeah. and just put a elephant gun and against. And I got a back to my, I, I have my yeah. back to him, so <laughs> right? it is like. <laughs> so a couple days ago, this station, 1027 Da Bomb in Honolulu, Hawaii. That sounds fun. This girl was doing a remote, like one of the on-air hosts, who like uh, has been encouraged by the rest of the cast to go out and date all crazy. And, you know, she's the girl on the show who's supposed to go out and like come in all disheveled and Aww. stuff. Right. She's doing that, which is the, that's the worst pressure ever. Yeah. It, it is. I mean, it's one of it's one of the more bogus like roles to have to play, but kind of yeah. somebody always has to do oh, it. I threw up on the air on <laughs> when we were on the we were working on the show together. I threw I threw up on the air. <gasps> do you remember when I threw up on the air I in a stu- in studio and then yeah. everyone else started driving? It's because I was encouraged at that time to like go out and I, like I was between my marriage and dating my wife Jessica. And I was out you drinking so vodka. Hungry. Oh my god! And I blamed it on food poisoning. Yeah. And at 6:20 during like an entertainment news break, I like turned green. And I everyone saw was like, that like you had a glisten, and I was like, "Oh, is he glowing?" And I'm like, "There's like a uh, greenish hue." Full out sweat. You had that full, like that sweat came over you, and then you're just like, oh, "I don't." Feel good. <laughs> and I threw up in a trash can. You in didn't the, make it. And like, yeah, well, I didn't think it was like kind of coming out anyway. Like it was like spraying. Where you're like, oh, you're, no. you're making a good effort yeah. to not get barf on things. And then I, I made it like another hour. And then all of a sudden, like I tried to drink water and it happened again. Yeah. And I was like, oh, food poisoning. That was just flat out. Like I was drinking until like 3.30 in the morning. Yeah. And it happens. You know, you work for an early enough show, then that's going to happen. And it, I think it made you a more endearing character. I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't ever hear someone throw up and go, what nah. a dick. I'm like, poor oh, guy. Oh, man. <laughs> Come here. E- <laughs> even if you had a rough night at the bar, like, oh, what happened? Yeah. Put him there. There's like a lot of emotional things going on right now. But I do I do remember the funny part is like from that show, I bet if you ask people, like if you were able to pull an audience, my, I probably made appear like my appearances were so limited that day because I was barfing like during a couple breaks, <laughs> yeah, and then dry heaving during other ones. They'd be like, "Oh, the day Brian was like throwing up the whole show, and then yeah. you guys sent him home." And then after that, like, who knows what happened out on the show after that? So this girl's doing a remote, you know, like standing in front of like a cell phone place under a like a easy up, and this girl's like on her phone. She's like, "I'm about to tell this girl all this boo doo doo." And she goes over and she's like, "Hey." And, this, and the girl who's the radio personality is like, hey, what's up? Like doing the thing. Like, what's up? You come here to see me? Oh. Hey, I'm Shelby. Yeah. And she's like, you're sleeping with my husband. Oh. And she's all pissed. Because apparently this girl, this radio personality had gone on a couple dates with this girl, this this lady's husband. Uh-oh. And they were going through a divorce. And she's like, no, 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 no. He said the guy I went on a date with like a couple times. He said you guys are divorced or not divorced. Mm-hmm. So then that video gets posted online. And it starts going viral because everyone's like, oh, the drama. Yeah. That's incredible. So then a story hits the news. That 27-year-old girl, Dana Alatobi, and this part is awful, got stabbed to death. What? 
Who? Wait. By the husband who the girl went on the date with the next day, like in broad daylight. Because they were. chick got stabbed? No, the, the chick that put the radio girl on the internet. Oh, wait. Who was married oh. to the guy that yeah. the radio girl went on a date with, or a couple date with, or hooked up with, or whatever. Okay. And so, but the reason that the whole, th- and this is like, this is my nightmare, is why I don't want to do those kind of bits where it's like, we're going to bust you, dude. Yeah. You want to send roses <laughs> to a girl? Ha! Anybody can get stabbed. Right, right here. The guy on Cheaters got stabbed. Remember when that guy Richard got stabbed? Richard Greco? Yeah. Yes. At least he would do it to your face. <laughs> Which, by the way, what a flex. That smug that guy. guy. Yeah. Right? That, was, <laughs> that did nothing but great things for him. I mean, <laughs> he comes up and you're like, you're you're so murderable. <laughs> Why are you, you doing really this? came out on top of trying to be murdered. Yeah, like how? Yeah, one stabbing. Not fair. So this is the crazy part. So that whole thing happens. A video goes viral all over Hawaii and stuff. The, the morning show starts talking about it. They're like, oh, my God, you got blown up so bad, Shelby, or whatever your name is. <laughs> and, and she's like, oh, no, guys, it wasn't like that. I, I thought the guy wasn't married and all this stuff. Uh, then that guy gets super embarrassed. Okay. He's, he's active military. Uh-oh. Who, for what, I don't want to dive down that road of whatever he's got going on. Yeah. He murders her in broad <sighs> daylight. And that's the nightmare, right? Like, that's why, what are you doing with those? Like, you're ruining someone's life. Yeah. That is insane. I've never thought about it like that. And th- to bring it into, like, the the atmosphere of you're just doing a little remote outside of, like, a, a Chili's to go or something. Yeah. And then, well, and or we're... a T-Mobile. And then, <laughs> like, someone comes up and attacks you. And then, oh, no, you go viral on TikTok. And you think that's the worst of it. Right. And then your name gets tied into a whole ass like manslaughter. Now you got charge. like a now you got like a 2020 episode that's gonna yeah. happen about you, and I just it like it's one of those things where those bits you're like ha ha we got you busted you cheating and it's like we move on with our day. If you think about it, the premise is ridiculous because we're ruining someone's life. Yeah, and whatever headspace they're in, whatever they got going on, we have no idea. Mm-hmm. And then we're literally not only doing remotes, like I'm telling you. Please, please don't. come to T-Mobile in Noonan. I'm so bored. Here's the address. <laughs> I am like contractually obligated to say it twice. <laughs> like, so, right. so you really double know where I am. Here's my address. <laughs> Find me. Here's my address. We have like I remember doing remotes where it's like, uh, look for the big white truck in the big red tent. And yep. It's like not only if, if someone's like, man, I'm gonna murder this dude. Murder this guy so bad. <laughs> Listen to and he's like looking online. Then he's listening to the radio. And it's like, hey, murderer. <laughs> hey, are you are you trolling the the parking lot in Perimeter Mall? Guess what, dude? I'm on the other side. Big red tent. Come on over here. That's why you gotta like have zero zero enemies <laughs> in this industry because you never freaking know when you're gonna get stabbed outside just, of a T-Mobile. It's so easy. It's, it can be scary, but imagine if what if you looked really shitty that day? What if yeah. that day was the day that you wanted to puke yeah. like at work like and you're you had green. to yeah you were all green <laughs> and then somebody ran up and was like you're sleeping with my wife. No, you're you're like, wearing your worst. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? You bring up a great point. You gotta dress every day. And something you'd be proud of going viral in. <laughs> like, you can't wear, like, some dumb shirt that says, like, I'm with stupid. Yep. With an arrow pointing at yourself. Because you never know when, I mean, or if that that might be, the that could always be the reason you go viral, but I don't know if you want that. Have you ever seen that show, Ghosts? I think it's on Paramount, but also you can get it on Hulu. But um, there's a bunch of ghosts living in this house, and obviously when you die, like, 
whatever you were wearing is oh, what you wear no. in your afterlife. You know, so you got to so, explain it. Yeah, over so there's again. like one guy that is just wearing a shirt, so he's like balls out the whole show because he was, you know, engaging in some self care, if you will, oh, when that's he died. So, funny. so he's just walking around like in just a business suit top, but like no bottoms, and every time he raises his hands to like cheer his his. They have to censor it, and his balls are out, and everybody's like, you know, <laughs> Greg, put your hands down. But, like, everybody is exactly as they were when they died. So, yeah, sometimes I'm getting dressed, and I'm oh, like, no. what if I get hit by a car, and then I'm just a, a ghost in this right. city. And I'm a stupid shirt. Like you, and you, like, you ran out of the house, like, with no, like, your worst. Yeah. Like, I am wearing Crocs <laughs> and my Claremont Lounge crop top at the bank in booty shorts. I can't die like this. I'm not that confident. That's like Beetlejuice. I they didn't want to get out of the car. <laughs> like in, in Beetlejuice, you get your head shrunk and then like that's it for you forever. Yeah. Like you're, you're like a tiny head ghost forever. Yeah. That little guy, he got the sprinkle on him. Yeah, that uh, that story was very depressing. <laughs> well, no, well it is, but but now let's move. We pivot to. I never okay. thought about it. Like if you go viral and your TikTok is strong, you're really good at TikTok. I haven't. Um, I've had to be posting like old drafts and stuff. I can't. I haven't really done anything new in a while. But I have learned that the less you do, the better. One of the best videos I've done. It's not really like great visually. It was just the audio hit so then people are using my audio all over the place and that's you get lucky sometimes oh, so <laughs> but when you sh you try to do like the Scorsese where you're just like oh my god I've got scenes throughout this whole like yeah. 60 seconds to 3 minutes that will get like 12 likes I, I, I have like sat down and edited video for hours on TikTok and put it up and gotten like 100 likes and then I just flew a stupid drone with a cartoon bull face on that it right into a window. Me, though. I fucking died. <laughs> I don't know why. Because <laughs> it's just so dumb. And I can't fly it for shit. So it's like, it just flies right into the wall. For some reason, drones like, crashing is like really funny to me. It's, it's like supermodels falling down on the, yeah, on the catwalk. I could watch this all it's, day. It's insane. It's patently absurd. And I'm just like, man, th like that, I, if I stepped on a rake and just racked my junk, yep. that would be better. Yeah. Um, but it may that is a funny thing though, because if if you look at like some of these videos, like I watched that that video today of the Disneyland fight. Oh and, no, I haven't seen it and yet. And there's one family who's like all dressed alike. Uh oh. <laughs> like you know how people, <laughs> it's like to, a team look, then. <laughs> you've been to Disney enough to know this. Yep. You've been, all the parks where like the family is doing like there's a ten of them. Maybe it's like you know it's like uh, just the whole one side of the family. And they're like guys, <laughs> we're all gonna wear the same matching thing one, thing two, thing up to Thing 14 shirts. Thing and that's so we can pick each other out of the crowd. So easy. <laughs> and you just look so stupid in pictures yeah. and everything. But imagine a fight video where you got a bunch of people wearing red <laughs> shorts and white shirts and they're all fighting and they're not like in the prime of their fighting life. But no. that's my, the biggest problem with fight videos and I, I feel like this should deter everybody. Yeah, what generation are we talking about had this fight? We're talking like 50-year-olds. Oh my goodness. Like and matching 30 shirts. 30 to 50s. Because all, all their kids were filming it. Oh my God! Okay, <laughs> like look, it's a, family, this is, it's a family vacation. This is a guarantee. <laughs> Mom told us to take pictures, <laughs> this is <a> <laughs> videos. It's a guarantee. If you're an adult right now and you get in a fight, if you're in your fifties and you get in an unathletic fight with your another fifty-year-old, your kids are filming it. They're putting it on TikTok <laughs> and they're putting music behind it and they're going for the likes. They don't hilarious care. music, SpongeBob right. music. <laughs> like, I, so I feel like that should be a deterrent. Going viral, like I, the video. There's these two like big fat dudes who their bellies are so big, they look like they have little tiny arms. Aww. They probably have normal size arms. Yeah. But because when you, the perspective of like, yeah, the, yeah, they can't like get it out past the belly. 
and they're fighting next to a pool. And I'm like, this would be my nightmare. And they're slipping. Uh-oh. <laughs> like, there's nothing worse than slipping in yeah. a fight. Like, if you slip and fall down, and then the other guy slips and falls, like, that's not a very... No. Like, you're not... You don't look like a threatening, menacing... Yeah, when you're fighting, like, one of you has to knock down the other one. It can't be like... There can't be any confusion there. No. You can't you, go, <laughs> no, they slip, man. <laughs> Hold on. Be like, no, I hit them hard. Time out. No. <laughs> go back to the tape. <laughs> you slid on your slides. <laughs> like, that's what happened. We all saw it. And that's another reason you video it because you can do like instant replay. I'm sorry, but it's true. If somebody starts fighting around me, I'm not going to get involved and try to stop it because the fuck would I do? I can video. That's how I can help or call for help, but I'm not getting involved in it. And then, yeah, when, oh man, I really want to watch that family fight now though because it will almost make it like sports. Oh, I'll like send since it to they you. have their uniforms kind of, it's like <laughs> point to blue team. Oh, it's so funny. You should do voiceover <laughs> on TikTok of a score whoever's doing it, especially because you don't know, like you're, I don't know them. you don't know boxing. Either so I don't. Just like, <laughs> yeah, it's a weird side slap punch. <laughs> That's thirty love. Not uh, sure if uh, miss. That's a miss. Definitely a definitely miss. Definitely a miss. He's I, gonna I, take it to the home. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes. Look at him go. Take it to the, the winner. By I don't know. They just gave up. But that, that's the old stuff. That guy. <laughs> you give him one four. <laughs> No one's doing the thing where they wind up their arms. No. By the way. Why don't people punch like that anymore? Yeah, like you got to wind it up. I, I guess because they'll see it coming. The showmanship. But also, if you start doing that to me, I'd be like, no, thank you. No, thank you. Like, I don't know. Either you don't know yeah. how to fight at all, or you have like a super punch. There's something weird. <laughs> I don't need you throwing like some roundabout like whirlwind. That is true. <laughs> like anybody that's going to like keep their face free and wind up yeah. and like allow you to punch them. You don't know if they're really good at fighting or really, really, yeah, really bad. bad. And I don't know if I want to take that gamble. <laughs> or if someone goes, why I oughta. Why like, I, I oughta. You know what? No, thanks. <laughs> that says a lot. That's a lot. And first off is that I should walk away. You would think, but you would think a video itself would be enough, right? Yeah. Like if, if if I was about to get into a fight and someone's like, oh, let's film this. I'd be like, never mind. <laughs> you know what? I will buy no. you a beer for that not to nah, happen. Yeah, man. I remember back in the 90s, you could used to be able to get your, your ass kicked and then not have it trend on the internet. God, yeah, people would just hear tell. <laughs> like I remember once in high school, I went. we had a little 30-minute period and then lunch, and then you would go back to class, and I went back to class, and this is all after lunch and that little recreational period. Um, in the gym where, like, the couples would hold hands but not speak to each other <laughs> look right. opposite ways and everybody was just kind of hanging and meandering about. And then you go back to class and whatever, sixth period, and everybody was like, you beat that bitch's ass. And I was like, what happened? And they were like, yeah, we saw you. You beat the fuck out of Megan. So this girl that was also wearing khaki pants and a green tank oh, top. Oh, she smoked somebody and, and they she, gave it to you? Yeah, but everybody thought that I oh, did it. Incredible. So the whole school was like, it was Davi, did you oh. see her? They're like, what did Megan do? I'm like, bitch knows what she yeah, did. Yeah, she knows. <laughs> She knows. Go ask her. Ask her. What does she do? <laughs> Go ask she her knows. and tell her to be honest about it. Otherwise, it's going to happen again. <laughs> but also, what an incredible business. A fight double? Yeah. Oh, man, a fight double? Like, if I could go on the internet and just, like, uh, like go on Google Images or, like, a, fa a picture of my face and just see who comes up the closest. Find somebody. Hit looks... up somebody in, like, Missouri. Yeah. Like, hey, man, I need you to come down here and, like, kick this dude's ass. and But just pretend it's me. Yeah. Everybody got really worried about me after Chris Rock got slapped. And I was like, <laughs> I do wish I had like a double that could just walk up for a couple minutes. Like on the road now, have you ever been, uh, like has anyone gotten crazy on you? Um, nobody's gone crazy on me. I mean, I've had people that you could tell they were a little drunk. And I, I, I say you could tell because like they got that, 
eyeball at half mast, like kind of right, thing. Right, right, eyeball then, like half shut. Yeah, and I think I was talking about pets or something, and I said something like all the different farm animals and different pets we had, and I said something about chickens, and this chick's like, I had chickens too. And I was like, did yours keep dying because we had you had too many roosters the heads were getting fucked to death and <laughs> and then some guys just like alpacas and i was like hold on uh, and i right. was like tell me more about your story and she starts answering and the guy's like alpacas and he just keeps yelling alpacas and i said you no you yes <laughs> like, stop it she finished her story and he sat like this the rest yeah. of the show um everybody else that has been kind of cranky looking at me i started messing with them yeah and i don't i i've I've always been really uncomfortable with crowd work because you just never fucking know. No. You never know when you're going to be like, what do you do? And they're going to be like, I just got fired. And you're yeah. like, oh, fuck, I'm an asshole. Me so, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it happens. Like, Damn. It happens to the best of us, Sucks. literally. But I, I never know, so I'm uncomfortable with it. But I've started, especially this year, I've started, if somebody looks cranky, I've made special bits where I like pick on them a little bit more. And yeah, I have like him, a couple bring of jokes. Bring into the circus tent. Yeah. And when the hour... 15 is over they're at my merch booth let me get a selfie with you I also uh, yeah. I brought I brought you some uh, Michigan hospitality because like in Fort yeah. Wayne they all drive up to Michigan and get a bunch of weed so he's like we brought you oh, we brought you gifts I'm like I cannot accept that I feel like people are watching me but I do appreciate <laughs> hey, you so I it's like leave it behind the <laughs> give it to my opener and so, you know maybe it'll end up back in my hands I the most the most of the uh, incidents I had in terms of like physical stuff going down at shows or a couple things physical well yeah because so when i first started doing stand up i was a i was a special ed teacher and then i was like oh this is so much more fun but then i i i, I did the entire first year cuz i didn't want to bail on the kids halfway through i was yeah. like i'll just bail i'll bail this summer like i told the principal like around thanksgiving I was like, hey, this is my only year. This is it. And I'm she's done. like, why don't you just let me know in June. Thanksgiving is like two months into the school year, right? I'm like, this isn't for me. Uh, and she goes, why don't you just come back in like, I don't know, maybe March or April. I'm like, okay, sure, but it's no, it's no. And I came back in. I'm like, yeah, good. She's like, no, I knew it. She's like, you know, everyone loves you and you're fun, but it's like we by that point in time my record had probably proven for itself where I'm like probably not the best like special ed kindergarten teacher with behavior kids because you know my kids were just wild they were wild they had fun and, that's why oh, they all loved you it was a blast and, and that's I important. started doing stand up then and then the next year I just started subbing so I like put in for every gig ever because if I had a gig I could be like okay you know what I'll sub Monday and Tuesday and then Wednesday I'll do a show in Wenatchee Washington Thursday, I'll be in, you know, Pocatello, Idaho, Friday, Missoula, Montana, yeah. Saturday, Billings, Sunday, Miles City, drive back, and I'll try to hit subbing on Monday or Tuesday if I get back in That's time. Exhausting. It was, yeah, it was crazy, <laughs> but I was also 22 years old, yeah. and I was like, this is so fun, and I was opening for people, and I was like, this is awesome, 100 bucks a night plus a hotel. <laughs> wow. feel so famous. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, the like, one of the first nights, I'm in Miles City, Montana, and I'm opening for this dude. And, uh, and this dude was like a married guy. He was a real scumbag. And this is when I realized like comics were scumbags. Because I was like, this is so exciting. <laughs> and like, then telling you jokes. To him. <laughs> yeah, and this guy was such a scumbag. And I was like, man, I had the to drive headliner all the time. Or like headliner. the venue. Okay. Headliner was a scumbag. The venues were all just bars. I mean, yeah. that's what you can expect. But we're in Miles City, Montana, which is out near North Dakota. And um, the show's supposed to start at eight, right? Mm -hmm. And there's like, no one's paying attention. Because you're the opener. You're basically just like chum in the water. That's it, right? Yeah. You're just trying to get everyone to sit down. On those gigs. Because they're not ready yet. Yeah. Having done some headlining gigs now, I'm like, if they're not 
sufficiently warmed up, it is harder for me. Right. So like some of those things that usually hit really well in the beginning of the set, they don't hit so well if they weren't warmed or up. Or not paying attention. Yeah, they're or... still a little like, uh, are we supposed to laugh at this? It's well, awkward. And it... I'm like, I need somebody that gets their freaking attention. Like yeah. right out the gate. Yeah, and some so of these really rooms depends. on the road, like in the middle of nowhere, like the intro you get is, all right, get up there, it's your time. That's it. And you go up there as the opener, like, hey, everybody, you're like doing announcements, right? Yeah. And then you got to get into your set, you're doing like 30 minutes or 25 minutes or whatever. And uh, I'm talking to the DJ in the back, who's like a, sound like a strip club DJ. And and like, <laughs> there was this kid, giant cowboy, looked like Rip Wheeler, and he was just like standing by the jukebox, just like slapping the jukebox and like hammered and just like in such a good mood. <laughs> and he's like, all right, it's time to go. And I'm like, I'm like, no, 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 no. That guy's like, he's just really into the music right now. Can we just, he goes, oh, he nope, eight o'clock, eight o'clock start time. And he goes, I'm a bit, the music's going. And the guy's like, music's ripping. He goes, no, nah, no, nah, I'll just cut the music. And I'm like, no, he cuts the music and he goes, ladies and gentlemen, you're a comedian. That's it, right? No. So I walk up there, and the guy's standing there. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, man. He just put so many quarters in there like, so I'm he could so listen sorry. to Alice and Krauss. And right, <laughs> exactly. Like he, he was like, wait, he was so knee deep into George Strait and Alan Jackson. Like he was like so far down that road. I just paid for every <laughs> single song right. of Shania Twain's. Come on like, over. Bubba shot the jukebox. is coming up next, and if that didn't play, I'm about to shoot you. So then he goes over to the bar, and he's just like, this guy is like spitting tacks. And I'm doing a show, and he's doing my set and the headliner who's being a scumbag of course and this is like the fifth night of like uh of five and every night he's like hitting on everybody and he's like a married dude so it was like super creepy mm. and um and he's sitting there and i see him talking to this girl and this and the dude like 20 minutes after i'm, I'm in the middle of my set and i see the giant guy got mad about the music goes over and just punches the headliner off the stool oh, shit. like right in the face he gets arrested and apparently he was talking to the guy's ex Oh. And then he never, and so this dude never performed. So I did like an extra like thirty five minutes, Just and then up the there owner was like, dragging him off. "The owner was like, yo, dude, I don't know what's going on, but we're gonna pay you extra.' And I, that that guy is not getting paid tonight, and I don't know what the hell happened. And then the <laughs> then the dude, I had to drop the dude off on the way back to Seattle, like driving through like Montana and Idaho. I dropped him off at his his house in Spokane, <laughs> Washington, and his wife was gonna pick him up at like this parking oh ride. God. And she's like, he's like. Hey, so I told my wife that we were playing softball. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he goes, yeah, we were playing softball on Saturday with a bunch of comedians in Montana, and I took a line drive in the face. <laughs> Your elbow hit me in the face. Yeah. Okay. And I just have to, like, That's eat what that happened. One. So that was one of them. Aw. Uh, another That's one. Not cool. The funniest one ever, though, this sums up comedy clubs to me, like, on the road. Like, dirty comedy clubs. Not, yeah. like, fun rooms where people go to, like, see comedy, but, like... Uh, the dives. Yeah, the ones where the people dives. just go like, hey, we've been drinking since 2 o'clock today. Why don't we just go ruin someone's night? Yep. And uh, so this guy, like this guy's wife is like super drunk. And he's wearing a tap out shirt. So this is probably like 2006. <laughs> like he's wearing the kind of shirt that says like, you don't know if I know karate. Yes. Let's find out the hard way. Tap out, affliction. Yeah. Ed Hardy was questionable. I usually knew that I tons could take of, anybody wearing Ed Hardy. <laughs> tons of stitching on the jeans. But tap out, it's like, are those muscles or is, do you just no. wear the those fluff so well? Sometimes, like most guys yeah. in the tap out look like a puffy cloud. Craft, I'm like, look at that beefcake. Crafted fat. Yes. <laughs> There it is. It's yeah. like fat that's like... Do you wear like, it well? It's like if you carved muscles into a butter stick. 
<laughs> like it's not strong, but it's got the general shape of a pectoral muscle. But it's intimidating nonetheless. It yeah. can't be. But it's cushy if you poked it. It's yeah. not like yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, it's debatable. And the guy's like, I'm like scared. Right. And I, I hit that point, and I know you've done this with like crowd work, where you've been going down this and like with somebody back and forth, and you know that you can see it in your mind, like okay, we're running out. Like this person is like. They're running out of like patience for being made fun of, but also they're getting stubborn now. Mm-hmm. And the the next thing that happens is going to be them getting pissed. Yeah, right. So you kind of feel like I've kind of gone down this road, and then my stubbornness like just went past that line and just kept making fun of her for being like <laughs> super drunk. And her husband with the tap out shirt stands up in the front row of the comedy club. And he's like, "Say one more thing about my wife." My wife. See what happens. <laughs> See what happens. Then I start making fun of the fact, like, yeah, you never do that. Like, you, like you've been waiting all week for someone to say one more thing about anything. So you could, like, <laughs> try to freak out and, like, slip a disc in your back. I'm like, I'm going to do both of us a favor. Neither one of us is going to be hurting tomorrow. I'm just not going to say anything else about your wife, who won't shut up. And then I kept <laughs> saying, won't so, shut up. And then he's like, are you saying something again? And I'm like, I don't know. No. To, I mean, we can't figure it out, right? I'm just kind of re- <laughs> Facetiously. Just kind of like... <laughs> I'm kind of like reliving the things I already said, like in a funny montage way. It doesn't count. Very quickly, yeah. And the club owner starts coming down, like walking towards the front of the stage, and this guy just sits down in his seat. And I'm like, oh, there we go. See you later. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to have to dig out of this weirdness where the, he's going to have to tell these drunk people to leave. And he comes down, and he goes, he, he goes, hey, y'all, you need a drink? <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? In my mind, I'm like, are you kidding me? So you, he gets Like a free the, one? No, he just orders, just he takes their drink order. Like he has no order. idea what's going on. <laughs> And I, after the show, I'm like, hey, Terry, thanks for almost getting me killed. And he's like, yeah, but I heard about that. I heard about that. I, you were there. Was that the guy in the front? I was oh, like, yeah, I was yeah, there. The dude that you overserved, he's like, oh, yeah, their tab was big. It was yeah. good. He's like, thanks thanks for not like losing your mind on him. So I had to throw him out. I'm like, Terry, he like wanted to fight me. And then you said, <laughs> let me put a cherry on top of that. Like, like hey, you're on you, fire. You know what? You could use another tequila. Yeah. You're on fire. Would you like more gasoline? <laughs> yes. Oh. Like, <laughs> You see, you can't feel protected, and you're trying to like be in the moment and tell these stories, and then you have to like keep coming out of it. Like some dude in Fort Wayne took too many edibles one day, and and he he fucking forgot to breathe, and it happens. Yeah. <laughs> that happened like, to me almost, or I thought it did. Yeah. I thought I was making myself breathe after an edible. Nobody's just ever done edibles. Everybody's survived edibles because it's it, like the hit, first they don't go. Hit the same. No, it's it, it, when you smoke, it's like an instant effect. But when you eat it, you're like. Da, 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 da. And then you forgot you ate it, and then all of a sudden it hits you. So he was like, he was like 20 minutes into my show, and I was talking, I was telling some joke, and I was like, I want you guys to literally die. And I was just like, like using that, you know, terminology, uh, like right. TikTok, where it's like, I am dead. I am, I am deceased. dying. I dead, ceased deceased. to be literally dead. No longer breathing. Check my pulse. I'm dead. So I was like <laughs> making that joke, and then That's there's funny. feet in the air, and this motherfucker is like <laughs> dead, and they're doing like chest compressions, and they're going, get him some insulin. <laughs> and his wife's like, no. he's not diabetic. <laughs> like, stop no, it. he's so not diabetic. He <laughs> ate like nine <laughs> brownies. <laughs> There was so much happening and I was still on stage and they're like, keep going while one bitch is like giving him CPR. And I was like, absolutely, I will not. (laughs) This is not fun anymore. He got toted off in an ambulance and like, you know, as they're driving off, I'm like, I'm so sorry, like through the window. And I see him give me like a little, like a little thumbs up. And he was just, it really hit him hard. I found his wife emailed me after the fact because I was really worried. And she was like, hey, I heard you were really worried. And he just, he had too many edibles and... He he just he passed out and I was like he forgot to breathe. That's insanity. 
Oh my god, that Bless that reaffirms my biggest nightmare. Like I ate weed, and I was like, oh, this is this is really really bad. Like I am di- I'm absolutely like making myself <laughs> breathe. And I was staring at the TV, and I'm like, in, out, out. In. in, and and I was watching Conan, and I was like, oh god, he's laughing at me. <laughs> He knows. Everybody knows. And it was literally, (laughs) and it was the dumbest thing ever because it was one of those things where it's like I ate like a quarter of a brownie and I waited like twenty minutes. I'm like, this ain't doing nothing, Nothing. man. And then you pick out on like the rest of the brownie. And then you do the thing where it's like when there's one slice of pizza left, you're like, well, this is stupid. Yeah, I can't just. There's one. What am I gonna put this in the? Oh, back in the box. He looks so lonely. Yeah, that's. Let me put him with his friends. Yeah, this is laughable. (laughs) Why would I put one slice back in the box? What am I, a serial killer? I'm not doing that. And uh, and then I was so literally so I could feel my heart beating in my eyeballs, uh, and I stayed up like for hours, telling like saying out loud in, out. Was it hour? See, like in. you also think time has stopped. Could have been forever. Yeah, yeah. It could have like, been fifteen minutes. You you like the clock's not moving. I'm definitely dead. I'm gonna call my friends and see if they can. I, I we have like a almost like a password. Where it's like if anybody's too high, like call the person. <laughs> you say, have a safe say, word. Yeah, like, like, yeah, like call, I'm gonna call you. Pineapple. <laughs> you have to say fruity cakes, or fruity else cakes. I don't know if I'm alive anymore. Okay, it fucking <laughs> happened. It's an emergency protocol, and I, I I advise everybody to have that within their friend group if anybody have is you, trying edibles or even Delta Eight, which is legal in Georgia now. So like, what is you Delta can get Eight? That. Is that a vapey thing? Delta Eight. So like anything Delta Nine and up, like you can't get in the state of Georgia, but Delta Eight, it is totally. legal. Legal, and it's in these gummies that'll be probably at your spa. At the counter, they're starting to sell, like, they got CBD and they also have Delta 8. I was like, well, I'm an experienced veteran, so it's telling me, like, you know, <laughs> the, the serving size is one, and I was like, except I can do three. Yeah, except I've been here before. It's like, yeah. when, tells you, it's like when I read Tylenol, I'm like, oh, okay, three. <laughs> Sounds good, Mr. Tylenol. I'll <laughs> I had, take six. I had three, and I told Blair, did you know that gravity has just been the devil pulling on us this whole time? And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Go to bed. I was like, I thought I had. Like, I don't even know that I'm talking right That's, now. What a great, like, super high theory. Hey, do you know that gravity <laughs> you know is just that? the devil trying to bring us back down? Mr. Allen, my science teacher in seventh grade, said that shit was gravity, but I don't know anymore. That's the devil trying to get That's at the me, That's the devil. <laughs> I say, I ate the devil's brownies. <laughs> so, have you seen, speaking of safe words, you said you needed a safe word for edibles. Have you seen the show How to Build a Sex Room on Netflix? I Okay, that? that's in my queue, but no, I haven't watched it yet. I had to be, I, like, emotionally ready, I think. <laughs> I haven't either, but I just can't wrap my head around, like, the concept of... I don't know. I just, in my mind, I can't figure out how I pitch a sex room to Jessica, my wife. Like, I don't know. Like building it together? Yeah. Like, because someone's <laughs> got to have the idea first, right? Like, no one has the idea. I, I And I'd want to be there. The show I want is, I, my wife shot me down for a sex room. Like, I want to be <laughs> yeah. there. Like, the reality show of, like, I want to see when you, like, hidden camera, when you pitch your significant other on oh a sex God. room in your house. Because I just can't wrap my head around going to my significant other, any of them I've ever had in my life, and being like, hey, so I was thinking, we got like this room, we're not, this office ain't doing nothing. It's not right. doing I anything. I mean, come on, the pandemic is so boring. Like, what do you mean a sex room? We have a bedroom. Yeah, but. Yeah, but I mean, like that one's like. Don't you want a weird one? <laughs> right, because then you, you got because then the follow-ups are so much weirder. Like a sex room, like what do you mean it's in there? Well, I don't know, what would you want in yours? <laughs> what did you put in there? I don't know, I never thought about it like, until this moment. You ever see Pulp Fiction when the gimp comes out of the closet? Like that kind of thing, like the gimp coming out of the closet. I'm like, 
the gimp sleeping. Like, you know, like a zipper mask. Yeah. Like, unzipping shit. <laughs> like, that's all I want to we'll do. We'll just keep him in there. We'll give him some fruit snacks and stuff from time to time to <sighs> yeah, keep him fed. Yeah, we'll put a little One of those there. weird swings. A cat water bowl. The yeah, that, like, dumps out. The gerbil one. Oh, we can go <laughs> you, have to, you have to hit the, the little. ball. Yeah, the, the little. T- I gave my sex dungeon guy a water bottle. Don't call PETA on us, okay? So, he's a person. Yeah, he's he's a real person. Well, but he's not real. He's not a real person. What are we talking about? Uh, but how would you pitch that? Okay, so what if, I know you would get shut down immediately, but what if you pitched it to someone even bigger and then your beautiful wife had no other alternative but to say yes so like if you mm. were to pitch to who does who redoes the house like HGTV yeah. or something well, the who only, comes and redoes uh, your house and you have to tell them the, like we want our kitchen is so like 1950s it's just t- yeah. tacky eyesore and also we want a sex dungeon uh, like you're like oh yeah um, you know like a flip or flop or something like that <laughs> Hey, so yeah, we were thinking right here we'd do some subway tile uh, on the backsplash and maybe like some new lighting here. Let's open up the kitchen and let's open up our lives with the sex room. <laughs> Wait, not, what? Well, I we think, got this attic we're not doing anything with. We want to have that weird, like if somebody pulls on this book, it <laughs> might open a whole bookcase into our sex dungeon. I almost like just like as a comedian, I want to put a sex room in my house someday for kids <laughs> to find j- that we never use. So there's no way. Like Jessica's not doing that. Like yeah. Oh, so just for the joke of just, one just, day, like having your kids just to stumble ruin their life. <laughs> be like, see. <laughs> Just to ruin, just to just to literally give them so much to think about. It's like dusty and cobwebby yeah. and shit, but it does not matter. But All like, they know is that their dad has a I mean, six wing. My dad back in the day did comedy and radio and stuff, but like he's kind of just a dork now. <laughs> oh my god, what is this book? Oh my god, Red Room of Pain. Holy hell, is that a wiffle <laughs> ball bat on a belt? Do you know how much therapy you're gonna have to pay for for your kid? Oh my just god, just for this like at least eighteen year long burn. joke, it it's is a, a slow, slow burn because <laughs> you gotta wait for him to be tall enough to pull in that book unless you put it at the bottom and you make it like one of the pop up books <laughs> that Dr. opens Seuss the bookcase. Book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like mine would be Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, just <laughs> and then my, hop on pop. <laughs> <laughs> The hungry, hungry caterpillar. Oh my god! Get in there. Uh, everybody's <laughs> hungry. Oh, holy hell! That's what I want for like my birthday this year is for you to, which is like a year away, so you're fine. But like, I want you to reach out to HGTV and see if they'll make you a sex <laughs> room. I would be even better. No, no, this is the premise: is to go on that show and and everything you're pitching is super weird, right? Like they're like, and they're pitching you on like. We could put some nice uh, wood floor here, and you're like, I'm thinking shag. <laughs> Everything they suggest, yeah. you're like, mm. Mm, no. How about oh couches? Like a no. How about swings? Yeah, we got these swings. But they should also they should have that plastic yeah. shit on it, like at your grandma's house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, because we need to hose them down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we, you know, I want some, everything to crunch. In yeah, my house. You know how some of those houses have like in like the I, I don't think they, they do this anymore. But this is like a fancy house back in the day where like the wall had like suction, like a vacuum. You ever see those where you could like stick a hose in the wall and yeah. vacuum a room and then put it in the next room and stick? We I have saw that. somebody with one of those. It's like a vent on their floor that sucks in. Yeah. So they sweep their whole <laughs> kitchen, all the shit 
to the <laughs> vent and it sucks it in and I'm like, I want one, but where does it go? Yeah, where does that have? It's like an airplane bathroom. It is. Where does it go? <laughs> and I don't really, I think about it for two seconds. I use the bathroom in the airplane. I'm like, where the hell is this dumping out at? Yeah. Like, I, I want to believe. Utah? <laughs> yeah. I want to believe that wherever you're flying over, they're like, who cares, man? It's the Midwest. It's a bunch of cornfields anyway. Yeah. Bombs away. <laughs> I am so sorry I ate that before I got on that plane. I feel terrible for the people in Iowa. You're like, you get extra mileage on your points if you help them fertilize. I always think of that now because of, um, did you ever hear about what happened to the city of Chicago when Dave Matthews' band was stuck on a bridge there? <laughs> no. Dave Matthews' band tour van was stuck on that bridge and it was some kind of like traffic that hadn't moved for hours and they were like, you guys, if we don't empty the the pooper then it's it's gonna start overflowing into the bus so they emptied it on that on Chicago the, bridge no way and it hit tourists you know that the boats go down <laughs> oh, like the yeah. canal and give tours yeah, of yeah, Chicago yeah. everybody got shit on by Dave Matthews band That's so funny <laughs> I'm like unforgivable <laughs> and also when I was in high school Dave Matthews was shitting on all of us when our girlfriends were like you bought no, that's, that's, that's John Mayer. <laughs> Bob is Wonderland. That's <laughs> John Mayer. Satellite. Yes, in my eyes. There it is. Oh, or the crash into me. Crash into me, babe. What does that even mean? What does it mean? I, I was very young, and he kept saying, "Hike up your skirt a little more," and I was like, "What?" And he's like, "It show the world to me." I was like, "I'm uncomfortable, sir. You're too old to be saying that." We'll hear more from Brian Moot soon enough. Thank you for all of your reviews, all of your comments online, all of the likes, all of the downloads. I'm feeling the love. Thank you so much. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, please give Davi the Scapegoat a five-star rating. We love that sweet, sweet validation. In your next episode, I'll introduce you to another comfort human of mine. Musical artist, Blair Crimmins of Blair Crimmins and the Hookers. That's my husband. Maybe you'll think twice before you will try to